Welcome back to Beer Can. This episode of Beer Carrying Radio. I'm your host, Jim. He's all choked up about this. Yes, I I'm, am. I'm sidekick Johnny. It's been a while. It's nice to see you guys. Good to hear you. Good to hear you. Good to be heard. Yes, it is. Indeed, indeed. On this episode of Beer Can Radio, we're just going to talk about some funny stuff, everyday life that happens to us, whether it's here at uh, Doug's house or at back at the Beer Can Studio radio or wherever, Spring Tavern. Yep. Funny shit happens. It does. And speaking of funny shit, do farts have speed bumps? <laughs> Not supposed to. <laughs> the answer is yes, because they do help reduce skid marks. Yeah. But um bump. Yeah. yeah, I had a buddy of mine talking about that stuff. I had a buddy of mine. He was talking about his wife. So she's such a bad cook that the flies shipped in and bought them a screen door. <laughs> Next time, do that when I'm not sipping on a beer. Yeah. You almost wore that one. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. All right, so I got another little stupid joke here. This boy's walking down upstairs in the upstairs hallway, and he hears his sister making some weird noises, so he opens up her door, and she's in there masturbating with a carrot. He yells at her and says, What the hell are you doing? She goes, Well, I'm masturbating with this carrot. He goes, Great, sis. I was about to eat that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like, that's like little Johnny barges into his parents' bedroom while they're getting busy. And yells at his yells at his mother and goes, and you bitch at me for sucking my thumb, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, up here at the Spring Tavern, we have a wonderful, wonderful group and cast of characters that these people, in their own right, helps us come up with eighty percent of these jokes and or true life lessons and stories. We got this couple up here named Joe and Darlene. Funny people. Oh, yeah, the guy that walked out of the door. We were sitting over there cracking jokes, and he's sitting over at a different table, and he's just eavesdropping on us. And as he goes to go inside the bar, he opens the door and looks over at us and goes, What does a lesbian and a dog have in common? I don't know. What? They both have wet noses. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that they do. Oh, you just lost me on what I was going to say about Darlene and Joe. Oh, Darlene. She brings this purse in here and lays it down on the table all the time. And she walks outside. She walks inside. She shoots pools. She goes, hello. She has uh, what we call, uh, they have a casino in here. And she goes and plays. And she has a habit of leaving her purse laying around. But we are all friends here. We watch each other's stuff. You know, we're family and friends. So Johnny has made it his lifelong mission every time she walks away to pack that thing full of napkins, ashtrays, clean ashtrays, straws, whatever he can slide in. Whatever's on the bar. And she'll find it two or three days later and come in here and just. Tell me how bad I am. <laughs> but it's just, it's just so funny because it's gotten to the point to where he does it in front of her. I'm so quick and I do it right when she's sitting straight across the table from me and she never sees it. So Johnny's like the purse ninja. I mean, he's in and out, you know, eight seconds flat. Bam, done. <laughs> Throw my hands up in the air. Time. Oh. Exactly. 
Yeah, we have a lot of fun with the people around here. Yeah, so we called Johnny the first pecking uh, cowboy, and I said, yep, eight seconds and then time. Right? Right? So, Johnny, you know you're ugly when you go to a haunted house and you walk out with a paycheck. Yeah, you get a job. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Okay, so uh, another one of our friends, Doug, he's been on the show before, and his wife, Marcy, she's been on here as well. And uh, Doug's quite the character. So he has what he calls vegan night at his house. It, yeah. At least once a week. Yeah. And everybody shows up for vegan night, and it's not what they expect. Yeah. Johnny, you want to elaborate? Yeah, it's not what you expect. It's uh, guarantee he kills a half a cow and a half a pig and a few chickens just for good measures. And then sprinkle some shrimp on top of it just for fun. Yeah, not 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 to not to be confused with the boo down and the sausage and the. Well, he can't call it boudin. He calls it boudin. Boudin, yes. Boudin. Well, he's part Yankee, so we excuse him. He got down here as fast as he could. Yeah, he did. Okay, and to tell him myself, we were <laughs> sitting over here at the dysfunctional uh, table on the outside. Because <clears throat> we cannot smoke inside the bar here anymore, so we go outside on the deck. D-E-C-K. And we're out here smoking, and I farted. And Johnny looked over at me. He's like, did you just fart? And I said, nope. And a mosquito that flew by. No, that was not a mosquito bite. I know a <laughs> fart face when I see one. Little one-cheek sneak trying to be. He said I looked like a little four-year-old sitting over in the corner trying to take a shit. Yeah. With nobody noticing. Yeah, nobody noticed. No. Wee. <laughs> Okay, so we just told a story about Darlene. Now I want to tell a story about her boyfriend, Joe. Actually, two stories. This goes back to just before Christmas. Darlene wants to get married so bad. So she's told Joe, you better buy me at least a carat diamond ring. So for Christmas, Joe went out and bought her a three-carat diamond ring. Now, when I'm telling you it was three carats, it was literally three carats. C-A-R-R-O-T. Carrots. I don't know where he found this damn thing, but he gave it to her as a gag gift on Christmas Day at a gift exchange we had over at Doug's house. And everybody knew it was there except for her. She opened that thing up. She pulled the ring case out. and she You could just see, oh, my God, she's getting ready to cry. He finally did it. He finally did it. Joe drops down on one knee, opens that sucker up, and it's those three carrots, and I thought she was going to yeah. kill him. Yeah, I thought she was going to kill him right then and there. I thought it was so funny. I had him get me one of those, and I gave it to my wife. <laughs> did you really? Yes, I did. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's funny shit. I mean, three-carat ring. I saw it. I don't care who you are. That's funny that's right funny there. funny shit right there. But that's like an old buddy of mine. He's married, been married for fucking 40-something years, 50 years, whatever, he said, yeah, for our 35th anniversary, my wife wanted to go to China. And I said, okay, and tomorrow's our 40th anniversary, and I think I'll bring her back. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's like about 10, 15 years ago, ex-wife, she left me for a highway patrolman. And, you know, neither here nor there. She had a good time, you know, whatever. 
about five, seven years later, I'm driving down the road and fucking got pulled over by a highway patrolman. And I said, fuck it. Here we go. I stopped on the gas and I tried to outrun him. Well, you can't out- outrun that radio or that helicopter. They know where you're at. So he finally pulls me over and he says, son, why are you, why are you speeding and evading? I said, well, sir, my wife let me, left me for a DPS trooper and I thought you were trying to bring her back. Absolutely. <laughs> Look, nope, you can keep her. Absolutely. Man, I just had another joke and it went right out of my head. Yes, I want you to give a shout out to your listeners, your, your buddies up in Dallas. and Oh, yeah, I got my buddy up in Dallas, Victor. He's a longtime friend of mine. We went through high school together and did a lot of crazy shit. We probably shouldn't have survived, but we did. And he's a beer can radio listener, and he's the one that kind of ags me on. He'll call me every now and then and go, hey, come on, you need to put out another podcast. And I'm going like, okay, I'll tell Jim. <laughs> yeah, we get caught up with life, and time passes by, and that's why we try to do several of them a day. and Yeah. Or at least record several of them a day and, re- and release them one a week. Yeah, and something I saw in the news the other day, we had talked about the um, Chinese balloon, but we can talk about the immigrants in New oh, York. yes. That whole city of New York is collapsing under the weight of a couple of thousand immigrants. Well, it's everywhere. Well, but I mean a couple of thousand. We get that every day. We get tens of thousands every day. A day, and they're collapsing underneath this, and their their solution was to put them up in a high-end hotel. Four-star hotels, yes. Four-star hotel, and now they can't get them out. They built a shelter for them to move to, and the immigrants are going, no, we don't want to go to that. That's not, we like it here better. Well, you figure well, them. They're, eating, they're eating four-star food every night. Yeah, they got room service, and they order off of room service and shit, and oh, my God. There's a lot of veterans out there that would love just a piece of that pie. There's a lot of veterans just like to have a roof over their head. Correct. Whether it be a, a, a six by ten, you know? Yeah, but that's just, that irks me is they, you know, when they did that thousand mile walk from Venezuela all the way through Mexico to get to our border, did they sleep in a hotel every night? Nope. No. But now that you're in America, you think you have a right to sleep in a four star hotel till you get ready to leave. And on top of that, they're putting their kids to some of the best schools in New York City. Correct. And you know what? They don't have to be vaccinated to go to school. Nope. But all the kids in New York have to be. But down here in the great state of Texas, our governor, which still will not stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, he's in a wheelchair. (laughs) That was a bad joke. (laughs) He uh, is actually shipping all these migrants that he can up to different states like New York and Martha's Vineyard. and He puts them on a plane and dropped them off right there in Martha's Vineyard. No, that was DeSantis. Oh, that was DeSantis. I'm sorry. But still, I mean, he followed Abbott on that one. Yeah, that was the other good governor. So I, I think they ought to put some uh, shirts on these guys when they put them on these buses and send them up there that say, Buck Joe Fiden. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Just to piss them off. I'm telling even you. More. Send them up there with a shirt that says, From Texas with love. Okay, so one night, uh, wife and I was up here. We're outside. I was smoking, drinking a beer. Go figure, I'm at a bar. And some drunk dude walks up to my wife. And he looks at her and she goes, he said, uh, you have a really handsome man. I looked at that dude and I said, sorry, sir, I'm married. <laughs> yeah. 
And our buddy Joe. Joe, how can, how can I describe Joe? He looks like Popeye. He acts like a seven-year-old child. Heart of gold, but dumber than a box of rocks. At least that's the way he wants you to think he is. Correct. He wants you to think he's dumber than a box of rocks. Stronger than all get out. And he says, you know what? My, my luck is so bad it could be raining pussy outside and I get hit in the head with a dick. Yep. <laughs> yep, that'd be his luck. Yep. Hey, what was that joke you told me to tell a while ago? You can't ask me that live on air. Huh? What joke? Uh, uh, I'll think about it in a minute. Oh, well. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Yeah, because you already... Oh, 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 the cheetah joke. Huh? The cheetah. Oh, yeah. Well, we have a friend of ours that comes in here, and he's a older gentleman, and he's got him a girlfriend that's even older than he is. So he has an actual cougar. In- so he calls her his cougar. And... I went up to her one day and I said, okay, what do you call a cougar that loses her hearing? I don't know. I go, a deaf leopard. Yeah. And okay, what do you call a cougar that is unfaithful to her mate? A cheetah. (laughs) And then Janet looks at me and goes, well, yeah, she could be a lion. She could be a lion. She there could be a lion. So, you, you know, that was, I, I had to give her props on that one. And Janet is little, petite, frail lady. And by looking at her, you would never think that she has the attitude that she does. Oh, and it has a quick, quick, her, quick mind. Her, yes, very quick mind, very quick witted, and it's funnier than all get out. Yes, indeed. She, she's got a good wit on her. She's the closest thing we've got to a Betty White. <laughs> oh, so you want to in- introduce Ben to the show? Oh, Ben? Well, he's no longer with us. What? Yeah, he's no longer with okay, us. Okay, so uh, who was who Ben? Ben, okay. Ben, I don't want to talk bad about the establishment, but sometimes the guy that does the cleaning isn't. Right on par. Not very thorough. And there was a little cockroach that had died in the bathroom and was right up in the corner. And he was there for what? A good three to four months. Yeah, a good three to four months. He had done dried out and turned into a shell. And we named him Ben because he had been there so long. (laughs) So that he became Ben. (laughs) (laughs) And finally Ben went away. So the the broom finally caught him. Yeah, the broom finally caught up with Ben, and he went away. Oh, and by the way, I, w- I want to take this opportunity because I've got a friend of mine, and I promised him I would do this, and I'm going to do it on this episode and a, a few more episodes after this one. His name is Kurt, and Kurt, he has a, uh, a self-storage and uh, RV and boat storage area. It's called Dobbin Huffsmith Boat and RV Storage. He's located at 27822 Dobbin Huffsmith, Magnolia, Texas, 77353. Give Kurt a call, 281-305-9298. 
That's Kurt at Dubbin Hoffsmith Boat RV and Storage. You can reach him at 281-305-9298. Let him know you heard about that on Beer Can Radio, and he will save you an extra 15%. Right on. Everybody can use 15% off of anything nowadays. Including the Geico guy. Well, you know, I read a survey the other day. You know what is the most expensive vehicle to operate right now? Um, no, I don't. A shopping cart. Oh, my God, you are correct. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. And it's self-propelled. You can drive a Ferrari cheaper than you can drive a shopping and cart. And you propel it yourself. Mm-hmm. It uses your energy. Yeah. 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 Dude, you, you, you hit the nail on the head right there. Oh, absolutely. Because every time, mine used to go from $75 a week to shop. Now I think it's almost 200 well, honestly, yeah. well, for yeah. a week. Well, yeah, and uh, trust me, and that's not a full basket of groceries. No, it's not. <laughs> that's just getting buy stuff. That's getting stuff to get me through the week. Yeah, that's no more ice cream, no more cookies, you know, the the little ancillary bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've all had to tighten our belts, literally. Oh. Yeah, I'm starting to lose weight on this. That's something <laughs> I can, you know, like, congratulate, congratulate Biden on because I can't afford to eat that much anymore. By the way, if you want to uh, help sponsor Beer Can Radio. <laughs> yeah, right, right. We are taking donations. Oh. And we will have a, our, our apparel lineup coming out very, very soon. Yes. I will have to participate in that because that, that, that gets our word out there. I mean, when you're, when you're a walking billboard for us, it kind of helps. And with that, we're going to sign off of this episode of Beer Can Radio. Thank you guys very much for listening and have a great one. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Beer King Radio. I'm your host, Jim. I'm Johnny. And please go uh, give my friend a call. His name is Kurt, Dubbin Huffsmith RV and RV Storage, located at 27822 Dubbin Huffsmith, Magnolia, Texas 77353. You reach Kurt at 281-305-9298. And thank you to Invasco and Spring Tavern for sponsoring Beer King Radio.